I'm Clara Clayton. Every single minute of every single day of the fall season, a pumpkin is violently abused. Pumpkin spiced products, ranging from pumpkin spiced lattes to pumpkin spiced edible underwear, have caused the pumpkin spice industry to grow to astronomical levels. Pumpkin spiced poachers have desecrated pumpkin farms right here in your hometown. The process of extracting the spice from the pumpkins is painful and inhumane. Pumpkins lose their lives every day for their sought-after spice. It's time we take a stand against pumpkin-spiced tyranny. Visit www.savethepumpkins.com and make a contribution today. Just 25 cents can save the life of an innocent pumpkin. Donate within the next 30 minutes and receive a welcome kit with a photo of a beautiful pumpkin. A pumpkin that was given a second chance. Thanks to you. Welcome back to another edition of Chrome Dome Radio. We thank you for tuning in. I'm Chris and there's Zach. You can say hi. No, you, you already introduced me. I was waiting for the rest of your blurb. <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and that's at Chrome Dome Radio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for updates throughout the week and a new episode every Monday. Uh, this week, let's get to the weekly wrap-up. Some rich guy thought it was cool to toke up on some other guy's podcast. Boss Hog from Dukes of Hazard died. It sucks. A gym sock company pissed off a whole herd of honkies, and I had a panic attack. Yeah. I did. Oh. And I messaged you when it happened. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And no, so here's... Here, no. Yeah, here's what happened. So... Wait. I wo- what? I woke I up... I want to reemphasize that you should subscribe. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I woke up one morning, and it was like one of those days where I felt overwhelmed. Would you say that everything was fucked and everybody sucked? I don't really know why, but you want to justify. <laughs> All right, so, so go on. And like my mind was going from one thing to the next, and I ended up somewhere on the podcast, and I was mm. thinking about it, and I was like, wow, I feel surprisingly vulnerable. Because you've let yourself out into the, the big, large world of the internet, and anybody could just come onto your page, your boss. Yeah. And he's gonna and he's gonna see you and he's gonna see you using the naughty words. Yeah. And he's gonna see you 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 talking about the the no no things. Gosh, you know me so well. I'm I mean that's why we're bros, bro. So I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, I still work a nine to five. You do. You're technically within the corporate world. World? Yeah, world. it's a world. Right. Right. So I, I I got a little overwhelmed thinking, wow, I speak, we speak about some crazy things on this show. Mm-hmm. And we also were talking in an episode prior to this about leaving a fingerprint on the internet. Yeah. You can't get away from that. I No, not at all. And unfortunately, it almost feels like you can, you will be judged for what you do, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And, you know, we were, we were drinking Tim's Cream on one episode, and we've talked about a lot of crazy stuff, and I couldn't help but think, I'm like, uh-oh. I can't come back from what I've done. No, no, there's no no forgiveness, no redemption. It's on the internet forever, and in 10 years, somebody will take a clip of you defending James Gunn and say, this guy supports pedophilia. <laughs> I mean, that's going to happen. There's no way around it. 
you know, it kind of sucks because you want to be able to have the freedom to speak your mind, mm-hmm. but you also, in, in doing so, you have to accept the fact that you're going to be judged because judgment's totally loud and, yeah. and you're going to be judged by bosses and future employers. You know, one day, you know, I might be faced with the situation where an employer wouldn't want to hire me. Because, because of the things I say on the yeah, show. Yeah, you've got a podcast, so therefore uh, you are a corporate liability. Exactly, and that's not the the uh, image they'd like to uh, portray for their mm. company. Well, and I mean, were you ever really that, though? <laughs> it's happened to me before. So, <laughs> oh, all right. So check this out. I was back in college. I was going for a communications degree. This is before I was into computers, mm-hmm. and... Uh, I was applying at the local rock station, rock of all things. You'd mm-hmm. think, oh, it's all right. It's rock and roll. Get away with whatever you want to say. It's, it's, it is what it is. At least one guy has knuckle tattoos at that station. <laughs> I guarantee it. Exactly. They ended up not hiring me because their, uh, I guess their hiring person, their HR staff, went onto my Facebook at the time, and they found a picture of me drinking a Bud Light. Yeah, true story. They didn't hire me because they thought I looked like too much of a party animal because I had this Bud Light in my hand. And so is that all right so on the one hand i get that that's like a little bit of game theory right like i mean you've you've heard the story about how uh van halen van halen would like ask for ridiculous things uh mm-hmm. to the venue in order to uh test whether or not they would pay attention to their light and pyro because yeah. if they didn't then their light and pyro is going to explode and somebody's going to get injured a la, you know, uh, James Hetfield in that one show where right. he burns his arm. They would specifically like, ask for... Uh, Green M&M's. Right. They could... No, I, or something to that nature. No, something either Skittles or M&M's, a color to be neglected. Yeah. It might have been like the red Skittles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You be, had to pick out all the brown M&M's. Whatever. That's yes, what it was. that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and if they knew, if they showed up to that venue, if the, if they had brown M&Ms in their, you know, their bowl, they Double knew. Double check everything. Check the pyrotechnics. Right. I don't think it's entirely that case. I think what people are afraid to do, I think there's a situation where people are just afraid to speak their minds right now. And there's a lot of it going on because they have, you know, we have the internet now. It's very easy to do this. Well, see, the problem is if you have an opinion, that's controversial. Correct. Right. So, I mean, so I could say exactly what i think about anything like uh name a name a topic something innocuous uh abortion there is some group on the internet that would find it offensive to know that i'm pro-life yeah of course well that's exactly right you're gonna offend somebody one way or the other you're never going to get away with anything that you say, especially if you're saying it in mass media like this. Well, the best part about that is I just said a statement and we lost all the pro-choice people. <laughs> again, see, you're just dwindling down our so, niche. Uh, but, again, but the thing that's real funny about that is they don't realize that I actually have a nuanced opinion. Like, I, it's not just like I'm pro-life. Like, I am reflexively pro-life. Like, in general, if you tell me, like, should we keep this baby or not, I'm going to say yes. However, like I understand that there are extenuating circumstances and that I've never been in that position before, like that, you know, has the exact details of whatever, you know, anecdote you can make up in your mind, a rape victim, uh, you know, uh, a poor woman that's there's no way she can take good care of this child. Like, I don't know what that's like and therefore can't give like a new, uh, a real like in-depth discussion of what that situation is in general is like nor can i tell that person what to do i can just say if 
it were me, I hope I would keep the baby. And that's all I can really say. And that's just me. And that's a personal choice about me. It's an individual thing. And it's not a reflection on my opinion of the rest of the human race. And because I feel that way, but I can only sum it up by two words, pro hyphen life, like I get immediately shoved into a category and that category is just, you know, these are right wingers who want to control the woman's body. And I was like, no, it's not like really how I feel at all. Like, I mean, do what you want, but this is what I would do. And that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. You know, I, I lean like libertarian on that respect, just like you do. Sort of like you wouldn't do it yourself, but you're also not going to impose any beliefs on others. Right. So that whole blurb that I just gave right here. Seven, eight out of ten people are going to say that's pretty reasonable. But that leaves two out of ten people. And if you multiply that by all the fucking human beings on the planet that have access to this podcast, I'm going to get a shit ton of people that are pissed at me and at least some of them that'll comment on the YouTube page. Well, at least we'll get some comments then. Yeah, (laughs) that'll be fun. But, you know, you know, that's that's what we're talking about. Like anything you say is a point against you in like the court of public opinion. And that's what we do when we're just talking with people, too. But, you know, you're playing the numbers when you're talking to people, when you're having a conversation like just you and me. I can say some fucked up shit because I'm trying to make you laugh and you'll take me not so seriously, which is how most people should take everything. Because if you take things too seriously, you're going to go insane anyway. Right. You know, I think that's kind of what. You know, the whole, I mentioned it earlier, the rich guy smoking up on another guy's podcast. That was Elon Musk token up on Joe Rogan just yesterday. Gotta watch that. We haven't watched it yet, but it hit headlines like immediately. Yo, legit, like real life Iron Man is on like a stoner's (laughs) podcast and he's like, like having a doobie. Yeah, and, he, and he's not going to be able to live that down now. Never. So but now there's you people. You know what? But he's so powerful, he doesn't care. That's the thing. So, so he does. He's in a different position than we are. He's Elon Musk. He's coming from the top and bringing himself down. Yo, you know somebody, what I mean? somebody needs to check and see what happened to his stock. Like as soon as that happened, I heard it took a hit. Like over in, in the course of a day already. That wait, you, I, I'm getting I'm getting a message from from the outer outer sphere here. It went down six percent. Six percent. That, that yeah. doesn't sound that bad to me. No, it's not too bad. Six percent. But oh. regardless, now he's got to face a situation where his company, exactly what I was saying earlier, it's not the image that they want to portray for Tesla. So now he's under heat because he was doing that was something perfectly legal in yeah. California. He didn't break any laws. It's just not the image that they want. Right. And now he's got to face that judgment. He doesn't care. Because he's Elon Musk, which is I, that's that's baller. That's baller. No, it's super badass. But I feel I feel like I'm in the in the position where I still have to. I should care, eh. but I should because. So all right, you definitely shouldn't endorse the Nazi party on uh, on your podcast. <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing: you're the the signals that people send out. Some are nonsense, and then others are sanity. Right? Like, if I say something off color and it's unacceptable, you know, and I get a a large group of people criticizing me for it, it doesn't mean that they're crazy and I'm wrong, or or I'm right, rather. It means that there's probably a little merit to what they're saying, and they should also be more sensitive. 
or less sensitive rather. But you are thinking rationally. Oh well, yes. And what I'm saying is, God willing, well, yeah, there are people who think irrationally, and those are the ones. And and never mind those that don't think at all. Right, but you see what I'm getting right, at? Yeah. Where it's like those are the ones who sometimes are the ones they're they're the ones making the decisions sometimes. I've been saying it forever, man. Like, good as of like a just a regular force is quiet and humble. Evil is loud and boisterous and will often shout down the good. And that's but that's why when you know uh, one good person decides to stop and take a stand for something, it can make an enormous difference. Because, it, you know, just basic uh, basic dynamics, I would say, is, like, social collaboration, like, kindness, forgiveness, uh, recognizing that we're all human, we all make mistakes. Uh, it just works out better in, in almost every situation. So and, is, is Colin Kaepernick taking a stand? Ooh, that's a... Let me. All right, which uh, which side do I want to take here? Like left or right? All right, on the left side, he is uh, an American hero, and he uh, he has sacrificed everything for millions and millions of dollars, and um, you know a position that uh, that he would not have been in otherwise because he's not that talented a quarterback or whatever the hell he plays. I don't actually pay attention to football. What is he? What is it? What's Colin? He's quarterback. Is he quarter- he's yeah. a quarterback? All right. Is he any good? Well, he was at the beginning, but now and then he's he not. ended up becoming a bench player. He was second string. Oh, but you've heard of him because he's on his knee. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I had the the basic dynamics of the situation correctly, and you know, then I could take the right thing. He's on American. He, I don't appreciate him sitting down while I'm worshiping our country symbol. You know, it's what it is. Is certain people want to unite around an idea and that idea is represented by the flag and then other people want to burn that idea and say like this idea that you have is corrupt and here's the thing they're both right uniting around an idea as a people is a good thing and pointing out that it's corrupt and needs rejuvenation is also a good thing and i don't understand why we're in a situation where we can't agree on that you know what i think I think whoever the guy who hired Colin Kaepernick for this uh, for this uh, campaign is a genius. <laughs> oh, he's I, a mad absolutely. scientist because you know they're taking a hit this week. Let me tell you something right now: Nike's not going anywhere. Are they? You want to know why? First of all, America. If you take a side in this scenario, you're wrong. You are, you already <laughs> lost. Here's why everybody loses in this scenario if you've taken a side. One, you take you take the side that he's sacrificed everything. He, he didn't sacrifice everything. He was the backup quarterback playing on the bench for a team that couldn't beat a blind kid at tennis. The, this team sucked. He didn't give up everything. He's still alive. He's kicking. He's fine. He's making more money now he than he did so then. He's so famous that I know his name. Yeah, exactly. Ask me the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Who is it? Was it Brett Favre at one point? Don't worry about that. (laughs) Then, if you're taking the other side, and you're one of these honkies burning your Nike stuff, real great way to send a message, guys. You know what you could have done? You know what would have been more effective? You could have donated those clothes to, I don't know, the Wounded Warriors. Give the clothes away. Why are you burning your Nike clothes? A million memes I've seen this week. Nobody cares about your dirty gym socks. 
You know what I mean? A million memes I've seen this week is like, oh, they're burning our clothes. They're burning <laughs> the Nike clothes. Okay, did they pay for them before they, they bought, bought them? them? Oh, well then, all right, I'm okay. <laughs> and guess what? You're gonna buy like you're gonna buy Nike gear on accident in the future. Like you're not even gonna meet there. Like there's that fucking swoosh. Oh no, you're not gonna give it up. Come on, it's Nike. So, all right. Speaking of feeling vulnerable here, and you know, just the the, the way we need to self censor, right? Because, I mean, ideally you and I would be able to speak our minds and nobody get mad at us and they would realize that we sure. have no power and we're two people in a basement in suburban Georgia and it's not a big deal. <laughs> However, the, in the process of you and I speaking our minds and stepping on other people's feelings carelessly, uh, <laughs> we, you know, we, we might get some flack. So, you know what I was thinking? What's that? Swear jar. Here on the show? Yeah. A swear a, jar. We put a swear jar up here. I think I'm winning this episode. Yeah. No, no, you're winning every episode. I've noticed this about myself, too, because I have friends from church that, like, listen to this show, maybe. Yeah. Or don't and <laughs> are just kind enough not to admit it. Anyway, I have noticed, because I am a vain prick and I watch our shows, yeah. all of them, multiple times to make sure that, not you know, my <laughs> hair is perfect and yeah. I look perfectly coiffed. And I have noticed that I curse quite a bit. And, you know, I, I use the word fuck, if I can say fuck. Can I say fuck? You're going to have to put some money in the this, in this swear jar. Let's get we, to the swear jar after this. Go ahead, right. continue. But every time I say the word fuck, I, uh, I use it as like a filler between like words just to fucking... <laughs> keep the conversation going I, because nature abhors a vacuum and so do I so I think part of that can be contributed to us being new to this right but therefore we need a swear jar fair enough I'm, I'm totally game for that but I you know I don't mind it you know especially at the beginning we've never done this before mm-hmm. and uh, I don't even I don't have any def- or any excuse because I actually went to college for this I actually took linguistic courses I had I had training to be recorded and on the radio and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I guess a lot of the fillers that we use are because, you know, we might, especially the first few episodes, we might have been a little bit nervous. So Are you, are you nervous? Oh, I'm fucking freaking out right now. I, I'm having a fucking <laughs> panic attack. Nobody knows it. <laughs> so, all right, so we're going to do the swear jar. Okay. Should we do it? I want to. How much per swear? A should do- we should we dollar. rate it a dollar? Well, okay, a what dollar per swear? We have to define what a swear is. All right, so fuck is definitely a swear. Is that a, is that a full dollar? That yeah. What about no? The, it's all a dollar. It's everything all a is dollar. equal. What is damn? Mm, is damn even a swear? No, they no. said it in Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. If you, okay, if you said it in Ninja Turtles, you can yeah, say okay. it. Yeah. Okay. So you damn, say it, it on Chrome damn and hell are fine. All right. Damn and hell are fine. Bitch is a swear. Really? Bitch no, you could say that on the radio. All right, unless you're quoting rap lyrics, it's a swear. All right. Oh, because pe- man, cause bitch- son of a monkey. Yeah, because <laughs> bitches get pissed, you know? <laughs> they do. All right. You you can't call, like, I can't call your, your uh, fiancé a bitch. Right? No, but that's different. She'll get upset. That's different. <laughs> I don't know how, but it's different. All right, well, all right, so anything above bitch, really, like cunt, obviously. Well, obviously, that's, yeah, a, that's a naughty word. That's tough, unless we have an Australian guest. Why? Because it's like they it, do say that. Yeah, like they it's, say it yeah. a ton. Because yeah. because they had good cunts over there, you know. <laughs> but no. All right. So what else? Uh, I mean, dick. If bitch is a curse, dick is a curse. But dick is a name. 
Oh, boy, oh, boy. Context. Yeah, all right. So devil's in the details there. Maybe that's a 50 center. I don't know. Well, okay, now you're going back on your word. You said everything's a dollar. Well, I mean, I didn't realize the nuance that was involved here. Are we going to start, we'll start a next episode or this episode from here on out? Next episode, because we don't have a jar handy. (laughs) I mean, we could just literally put it right here and eventually put it in a jar. All right, well, also, I don't have any cash on me. Neither do I. Yeah, so. We're broke. Right. (laughs) All right, so we're going to do this. We're We're going to start a Patreon soon. Guys, we're cleaning up Chrome Dome Radio. One curse word at a time. (laughs) This is not, this is going to fail at this. Well, yeah, it'll be fine, because... Sometimes a fuck is worth a dollar. All right, so what are we going to do with the money then? Charity. Yeah, you want to do that? Yeah. All do- right, so I I like uh, Fight for the Forgotten. It's They're building wells in the, in the Congo for pygmies. Fight for the Forgotten. All yeah. right, we're going to have a swear jar. We're going to put it here, and then we'll donate it to Fight for the Forgotten. Yeah. We're doing stuff. Social justice. Gosh, Good look at us. us right now. Do you have a drink? We're be- no. no uh, well, we- cheers to me. <laughs> Because <laughs> this was a great idea. I'm very glad about this. What else? All right. So, yeah. All right. So, all right. So now we're talking about what we choose to share, right? Yes. We're talking. We're talking about Facebook. We're talking about Twitter. Mm. We're talking about our like little 140 character blurbs out into the dumpster fire that is the internet. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that uh, people either go over the top with this or they fall into a category like a a standard like measure of thing or they just lurk. I try to lurk because I want to observe more than I want to like really contribute because I don't know what the right way to contribute is. Like not only am I concerned about myself, but I'm concerned about the effect that my thoughts uh, will have on other people because I I know I can piss people off and have the opposite effect of what I actually want. So when you're all right, so say in your younger days when you were fired up and ready to go on the internet and you got into an argument with somebody, you had your Zanga account. Yeah, well, you know, your <laughs> somebody took issue with something that you wrote in your live journal and. Yeah. It, uh, it became like a thing, and it, you have what is known as a flame war, in which you both make incendiary comments, and the whole fucking thread just... That's a dollar. The whole thread just goes up in flames. Okay. All right. So, I'm concerned that when that happens, nobody's changing the damn mind. Yeah. Um... Because, well, we spoke of this in a prior episode about people not being capable of having a constructive conversation. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I think I think once people make up their minds, they that's it. It's mm-hmm. done. They, their mind is made up, and then they start to personally identify with their beliefs. Yes. And I think that's kind of dangerous when you start doing something like that, because then you start taking offense to when people say other things. And, dude, I got to tell you, man, I, I, the... Get, getting offended in general, mm-hmm. I can't relate to it. It's not helpful. It's not, and and honestly, I it I don't get offended. I can't think of many. I don't know if I've ever been offended before. Like maybe minor things, I'll joke around and be like, "All right, quit busting my chops." But actually, deep of, offense, yeah. I don't know if I've ever felt that. You know who offends me? Who? My wife. Oh, why? I she just can. <laughs> How? I just, I, she hits me where it hurts every time. I don't know what it is. Like, a, 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 an offhanded comment from you doesn't affect me. She can say something, and I am a little bitch for the rest of the afternoon. I'm so pissed off. We just get sni- snappy with each other. But is that 
being offended or is that you actually embracing the fact that maybe maybe she's correct? Oh, fuck you. So it's not really being offended though, right? <laughs> it could be. I'm offended about being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really mad about it. Oh, wow. That's like the smartest shit you've ever said. That was it? Yeah. That's all it took? No, it's the simple things, man. It really is. <laughs> all right, but... Beyond that, so beyond like my my own conversations online that I I fear have gone awry because you can your your goal when you're talking to somebody and trying to convince them that they are wrong about something is not to convince them that they are wrong, but it's to convince them that the truth is a better idea than their opinion. Right? Like Yeah. And not only their opinion but also your opinion because you're wrong about everything. Yeah, like the truth is over here, and everybody's just trying to get to it. They're they're swimming upstream. Mm. It's a it's a tough thing to do to determine what's true and what's false because if you really even think about truth, it's a hard thing to define. It's you know what is seems to be repeatable and the same across time and space. That's what something true is. Fair enough. I yeah, I was actually just watching today. Uh, it's it was an old video where um it, it's like one of those guys who basically he sets up. He sets up a, uh, a stand, uh, and basically it's like one of those, this is my belief, now change my mind type thing. Oh, I love those. They're so fascinating. They're fun. Because uh, I, I kind of think, like they say they're going into it open-minded, like I genuinely want this person, to, no you don't, you don't want this person to change your mind, you know what you're doing, you know, and in this particular scenario, it was a very uh, conservative uh, belief that he that he was like, I believe this. Now you change my mind. And he went to some liberal college campus, and it was, you know what I mean? Like he's just asking for anger. Like you could feel, like just watching the video over YouTube, you could feel the anger just seeping through the screen. Do you, do you Where, wonder if like the smarter people at that campus are not really interested in it because they have things to do? Yes. Yes, I entirely, I'm not necessarily smarter. I just think the people who they were able to pick up on what he was doing, they're not there. Mm-hmm. It's the ones who wanted to get offended or the ones who just, they were thinking so sim, so simplistic, such a simplistic way of thinking where they're like, I'm going to go change this guy's mind. No, yeah. you're not. You have to know that you're not. Mm-hmm. And they go up there and, and honestly, this particular, I don't even remember his name. But he, uh, he was, he was the, the way he was, he was like, well, this is uh, better than mass media because we're not going to do any post-production. We're going to play it straight through. We're not going to do anything. But you can tell he went in there prepared. He yeah. had facts. He had history. Yeah, he's well, he read up oh, on yeah. his, you know, and he read statistics yeah. and interpreted them in such a way as to support his view because there's a million tests done by a million different groups funded by a million different opposing viewpoints he was also like a 30 year old dude and he's and he's debating arguably kids who are 18 19 they're just getting over their hormones man like they don't they can't put together a debate like something a guy in his 30s is going to put together nobody prepared no when you're 18 you can't think more than like a month and a half ahead yeah like you're like oh i'm going to the beach next week all right (laughs) yeah not not i mean i'm not trying to downgrade like young people because they're important but i mean but we were young once i know what i was when i was 19 and 20 no man don't trust anybody over 30 (laughs) exactly like it's it's just not 
it's not the same anymore. You've you've lost some of your pep. You've lost some of your pizzazz. You've definitely lost some of your testosterone, and you've lost a lot of your hair. Yeah. So I mean, it's just <laughs> you're talking to me right here, man. I'm Chrome Dome right you're here. You're talking to me. Yeah? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so you know, yeah. I, I guess you know, I I would urge anybody anybody who's listening to this, if you're going to take any advice from me at all. Try to be as open-minded as possible when you're talking to people. Try to set your emotions aside and don't get offended. Propose your case. Have a constructive conversation. It's not that hard when you just take a step back and talk to people. It is that hard, though, because a lot of the time people are not interested in what's true. Right. They're interested in being correct. Correct. Yep. You just, you hit it on the nail, man. Which is the same issue I'm having with my wife wife right now. (laughs) I'm not interested in who's, in what's true. I'm interested in being correct because I don't... Can you give me specifics on this? I'm curious. I mean, I can, but no. No, you're not going <laughs> to. Of course not. No, why would I? Are that's you my, not... That's my you... business. That is oversharing. Ah, uh, we're going to get good at that now. We're not going to do that on this podcast. So oversharing is when you air your private business out on the internet, right? Mm. You go online and you talk shit about your current significant other or ex-significant other. However... I must admit that when I see these things online from certain individuals, sometimes it can be a show. Well, it sells. Uh, so what do I always complain about being on TV whenever I come over to your house? What do you always complain about what? Being on television whenever I come over to your house. You complain about being on television? What? Oh, reality what you- TV. Thank you. Or, well, or specifically, I guess, Bravo shows. So, <laughs> that is uh, because I do not like seeing people yell at each other on television for no reason. They're, it kind of depresses me. Well, it's no reason to you, but it's a reason to them. Is it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean a lot of it, I see, a lot of that stuff is scripted. It's manufactured. Right. And first, I got to say, Andy Cohen's a genius. He's, he is. The man Smart is a guy. genius. He's one of my idols. Do your impression of him. It's a silent impression, just... Just sit back in oh, your chair. Oh, when he watch. does that whole. So you're going to have to watch this on YouTube to see this. But oh, man, the guy's so maniacal. Basically, what he'll do is he will get, obviously, the two most heated females on one of his uh, housewife uh, shows. And he'll pick on one and he'll say, Hey, remember in episode two, you said this? Well, how did that make you feel? And he'll point at the other one. Then this dude, he just sits back. He's just like, he is so proud of what he's just done because he lit a fire that is going to get ratings and people are like, oh, because these two are about to fight. <laughs> he threw a match on a he pile a- of gasoline. That's what he did. And he sits back and he's like, oh, yes, yes. He loves what he does. They just count money. Just. You, you could see the passion in what that man does. He's an idol. I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. What, I mean, what's what's wrong with? And him? you know what? And then he gets to go and he gets to go home and be with his uh, husband because he doesn't have to deal with females. See, that is a or man. boyfriend. <laughs> and boyfriend is well. Are they married or is it? I don't know. I don't think I'm, they might not be. But regardless, we're getting we're getting the signal that uh, fact check they are not married. They are not married. But regardless, he doesn't have to go home and deal with a female. He gets to just light the female fire and just just sit back. And you know yeah. what? And you know what? Good for him. Absolutely. Good for him. Absolutely. He's not even caught. If he breaks up with his significant other, keeps all his shit. <sighs> That's it. Everything. He's good. Yeah. Set up. He's thought about things. You could tell he's a smart guy though. He's articulate. And you know what else? They get into a domestic dispute. Nobody's going to jail. 
<laughs> That's a fair point. I'm <laughs> just going to kick the shit out of each other and be like, <laughs> couple dudes fighting. <laughs> Dude, I never thought of it that way. That's awesome. <laughs> just beat the hell out of each other. Just dudes, just dudes going at it. But you know, if you know what would happen if they posted all the uh, all their bruises on social media, Ooh. one of them would go to jail. Yeah, both of them would go to jail, and then they get into a fight in jail, and then they get like thrown out. Yeah, back into reality because that's how that works. I like Andy. He's an idol. Oh, speaking of idols, okay, Burt Reynolds, man, I was upset. Let's pour some out for the bandit, man. Oh, we need to. You know what I watched last night? Deliverance. Taylor had never seen it before. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. What do you mean? Oh, you sorry? So now she has... Well, she's seen at least half of it at this point because we couldn't get through the whole thing. It was getting pretty late. Yeah. But, uh, dude, God, that scene. First of all, he's great in that movie. He that, is. that was before Bandit, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like old school jacked. He's yes. jacked when like, you know, these days you got like The Rock. He's, he's jacked. A, he has a very athletic build. Yeah. And you know he's got that he's got his tight what was it like a like a swimsuit almost uh, it was a life jacket it was like a life jacket yeah. thing but whatever it was and uh, <laughs> but he's all know, right Taylor stop you're distracting me he's got he's we'll got call a, you when we need to fact check <laughs> he's got like a stature about him you know he he comes on screen and he commands it and yeah. especially in Deliverance because he he plays the type of character where. He does. He's a man of few words, sort he's of. An archer. Oh, dude, that's the on like a pig. Wee! And then he's back there with his bow and arrow. And then you see John Voight just gives him the nod. He's like, "Do it, little Do nod." It. Arrow right through the heart. Oh, I love that scene, man. That's awesome. And then he's got to convince the whole crowd that we're not we're burying this dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, I'm not getting caught for this. Yeah. What's your favorite Burt movie? I think. I- I mean, Bandit's up there. Bandit has to be up there. But, I mean, Bandit... Uh, Bandit but, doesn't get enough... I'm talking about Bandit. Bandit. My name is Sheriff Buford T. Justice. We're talking about Bandit 3, by the way, the best one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, no, he, he might not have Give been in Bandit Diablo 3. Give me a Diablo burger and a Dr. Pepper and make it snappy. Oh, the fir- I'm in chase of a... I'm in hot pursuit of a maniac. <laughs> the first Bandit is... I, as famous as that movie is, That's I still awesome. don't think it gets enough credit for it's, how funny it is. It's... As as good as that movie it is, it is still underrated. It's so funny. Jackie Gleason is is great in that movie. And he's that, great in everything though, so you know. But you gotta think, for him to put on that type of character, it's he's 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 hilarious. If you guys haven't seen Smokey yet, you gotta get with it. You gotta watch Smokey and the Bandit, especially if you're gonna ever watch it, watch it now because uh, the passing of Burt Reynolds may he rest in peace. Uh, A moment of silence for Burt Reynolds. Let's do it. That was nice. I was very happy about that. Bandit. That was good. I, yeah, we needed to do that. Yeah. I feel closure. I feel now. I feel better. Mm. I you think, want a hug? No, I'm all right. Oh, all right. <laughs> later. Maybe later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I read today is what? that he was very unhappy with Boogie Nights. Did you know that? No, I did not. Dude, why uh, would so, he be unhappy with that? That's a great movie. So apparently, he first of all didn't want to do the movie, but his agent coerced him. Into taking the role. All right, well, coerced. Yeah, that's where this whole thing... But I think this came out earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. He he did an interview with Conan, if I'm not mistaken. And what he basically said was... he I don't know if he was coerced or convinced to, to do this uh, movie, even though he had said no seven or eight times. He's like, I'm not doing it. It's not his type of flick. So he ends up doing the movie, never watched it. So he claims. I don't know if I always believe actors who claim they don't watch their movies, but claims he never watched it. But by the end of the ending of the filming, he was so upset 
that he fired his agent and he never did anything like that again. Hmm. He just didn't like he didn't like the concept. He didn't like I guess that whole scene. I don't know. I don't really know why he didn't really necessarily get into the specifics, but it was interesting to find out that he was that he was that disappointed in it because I'm pretty sure the very next year he was nominated for an Oscar. For that role. Did and he, he got, accept it? No, he got beat by Robin Williams for Goodwill Hunting. Did he show up? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's why he says that he doesn't like it now. <laughs> T- Taylor doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, you immediately look to Taylor for a fact check. Just like, Young no. Taylor. She's <laughs> like, no, I don't, I don't care about Burt Reynolds. That's what she says. That's what she said. So, all right. Uh, I guess on that note, uh, got anything else? I'm just... I just want people to not be so afraid to speak their minds. And I hey, think guys, the... in the words of Nike, just do it. Yeah, just get out there and do it, guys. Just do it. Look at Colin look what Kaepernick. It did for, look what it did for Colin. He went from a mediocre athlete to like the most famous dude this week. And don't think he's going away anytime soon. Definitely not next. They're going to shove that Colin up your poop hole. <laughs> I could say all of what I just said. Yeah, no, no swear, swear jar needed no there. You're going to have a much easier time with this than I am. <laughs> I just want you to know. Guys, thank you all for joining us today. Check us out uh, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Find us on Instagram, at Chrome Dome Radio. Subscribe on YouTube. We'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye. Later. <laughs>